Hey, I'm your host, Pete, and welcome back to another episode of Level 99, a podcast about all things tech-related. I do want to take a quick second and just apologize about not posting last week. I had taken the booster shot, and I was just not feeling too good that week. The, the side effects really kind of got me a little bit. It was just kind of out of it, and I really just did not have the mindset to do an episode. So, you know, thanks for understanding. And the episode I did want to post about last week, we're going to be talking about it now. So the main hot topic a lot of you have heard is NFT. What is it, right? So many people are talking about it. It's like this new hot craze where people think, and they some of them do, I should kind of rephrase that, make tons of money. And most of you guys, like myself, thought, ooh, how do I get in on it? And I will be quite honest that I did think it was very, I, I am still very spectacle of the whole thing. But before we get into that, my opinions on it, let's just kind of break down what an NFT is. An NFT, bare bones minimum, is a non-fungible token. So what does that mean? Fungible is something similar to a dollar, or you can think it of as rocks, cars, things of that nature, right? There are tons of them out there and the value of that is still the same. So a dollar will always be a dollar and there are tons of dollars out there. You can go and get a Toyota Corolla. There's tons of Toyota Corollas out there and the ones that comes from the manufacturer is all gonna be the same, right? There's not something unique about it. Non-fungible, you can think of it as a house or you can think of it as a art. So let's say the Mona Lisa, right? There is one Mona Lisa in the world. There is not two. There is not three. There is just one. Your home, right? Let's say your address is, I don't know, 444 Ocean Street. There is only one 444 Ocean Street in the world. Okay, well, there could be more of the same one with the same address, but you get my point that house is one of a kind same thing you can say with limited edition shoes or cars right they may only produce only 200 ever and that's it they're never going to make any more of those at all that is non-fungible because they are very limited there's one of a kind and they will always be priced at a certain value however these nfts non-fungible tokens are all based on the ethereum cryptocurrency so a lot of you are probably aware that you have bitcoin you have ethereum and you have several other currents uh, digital currency types ethereum is the most popular one as it's kind of a lot more open and, and friendlier to use whereas bitcoin is a little bit more difficult and it does have a lot higher fees and costs associated to it ethereum on the other hand the fees are a lot cheaper and using things for this nature can be more beneficial however nfts are not exactly new it all kind of started off of crypto kitties now this was kind of a huge rave where it was like a digital trading game of these cartoon cats and they're kind of look cool and i remember seeing them all over facebook and reddit i'm not a big twitter fan but i used to see them all over the place now i never really gave much attention to them to be quite honest but it was a trading game on a on a platform on ethereum and the original one was called an NFT, allowing people to purchase and sell these virtual crypto kitties that were both unique and stored on the blockchain. 
So when you would buy this one work of art of a crypto kitty of this cartoon cat, you would pay the seller X amount that they want and it would then go down into the ledger. Now the ledger is could be hundreds or could be even millions of workers. So that's where the whole mining concept comes in. They all validate this exchange. And this is where it's kind of interesting. I kind of like this concept that you have all these workings on these on these checks and balances where you're saying, hey, I want to buy this NFT for this value. Okay. They're all going to check that you do have that value, right? Let's say hundred bucks. Cool. You check out. Then they're all going to check that this NFT is still available and it is actually one of a kind. They go through the ledger one at a time and check, right? And this is where sometimes it does take a lot longer and a lot of processing power. That's why you kind of notice how there's a huge GPU shortage in the world. Not, and it's also mainly cause of the chip shortage and all that stuff. But even before that, tons of miners were buying up GPUs because a GPU has a lot more processing power to do these very intense and heavy transactions, right? Because all these formulas you have to go through the entire ledger, go one at a time, like, yeah, you did actually trade in $100 of, let's say, USD for $100 value worth of Ethereum. So you check out. So just moving on, then once you want to do this exchange and you do, the buyer gets the NFT, the seller gets the money, then it goes down into books and all the ledgers that you have bought this for this amount. The cool thing about it is, let's say tomorrow I want to say, hey, that is actually mine. You did not buy that. You stole that from me. Well, guess what? It's actually written in the ledger that, no, you did buy that. And you have millions of other workers, or we can, we can say miners, that have validated and proof that no, I never bought it, that you did. A quick and very interesting fact about a NFTs that I never really thought of and it was very interesting and a thought provoker in my opinion was from Johnny Harris YouTube video called NFTs Explained and it was a very, I would say a good YouTube video, right? Like the very informative and very, very thought provoking. One point that Johnny had was that the amount of energy the miners are using on Ethereum could power an entire small country. And all that power is just also producing a lot of heat, which could also relate to global warming. Now, I know some of you guys are probably thinking, oh, wow, or leaning the other way. But regardless, you can't deny that fact, right? And I do agree with him on the fact that right now, because of the energy consumption, it is not actually worth what it's doing. That unless if they're able to find another way of reducing the power consumption that all of the Ethereum network is using on this, because apparently all this NFT mining and all this NFT transactions are eating up a huge percentage of the, uh, of the Ethereum network. And it has actually spiked quadruple since three or four years ago. And actually more recent times it's kind of interesting how the NBA and several other artists are actually getting into the NFT world where they're selling highlight clips, music, and things of that nature on the platform. Now I think that is what it should be worth and I think in the long run the NFTs 
would be used to essentially buy and sell, let's say, homes, cars, you can say even music and art. Because I, I did say earlier that the car is one of a kind that's non-fungible, but the more I think about it, a car would be non-fungible. And the reason why is each car has a VIN number, which is very unique to that car. So when you're buying a car and, or a home, the entire process is very long and very expensive. And using something of this nature like an NFT, it could essentially cut down the process by half and reduce the cost for, for the people. You buy the house, it is then logged into the ledger, there's proof and it is it's there for the entire world to verify. Whereas when you go to the car dealership and you buy a car, you're paying processing fees, you're, you're paying them to forward your information to the Department of Motor Vehicles, you name it. Even if you buy a house, you're paying so many uh, document fees and people for their time. It, it's such an expensive and long drawn process. But something of this nature where there's one of a kind, I can see how it would be beneficial. But I don't think the technology right now and the way it is being produced is there yet. I think to the point Johnny was making is it is very expensive and a lot it uses a lot more processing power than it needs now you can buy and sell nfts on a site called open ocean there are tons of nfts on there that you can buy and exchange with i think it a lot of the there's a lot of great art on there i'm not even gonna lie to you i remember the first time that i heard about it it was from my coworker. i was just very confused like what what is an nft what is this and i was looking into it and i was like oh this is pretty cool but my current stance on this is it's it's not worth it right if you're buying and you're selling nfts and you're able to profit more power to you but for the rest of you who have not really got into it i would say kind of stay away for now uh i'm not gonna say it's a scam but i don't think the value or what it's worth right now is time is worth the money that you would put in or, or potentially lose. I myself am staying away from it. Kind of gonna just stand in the sidelines and wait and see what it evolves into. But for the time being, I don't believe it's worth your time and your money on what it's producing. Because let's be honest, like even if you do buy a song or something on there, how often are you actually going to? listen to that song over and over again majority of us we all use streaming services right so spotify apple music you name it so why would i want to spend a ton of money on that for let's say a clip of music where i can listen to it as many times as i want for 9.99 a month or even less depending on what discounts or promotions that you did sign up with that service with i'm not gonna lie that a lot of the art on there is very great like there are a lot of talented people on there but my issue is with the actual platform, not with the people who are actually creating the content and making their, you know, their talents and their and their and the things known. All power to you, right? I think it's fantastic what they're trying to use to leverage to get their names out there. But for the actual platform itself, very hesitant. I'm hoping maybe in the next couple of years. You know, things will change. You know, technology is always evolving. That it will maybe improve and get better. But as of right now, I think it's slightly of a scam. And 
kind of going to stay away from it for now. But who knows? Maybe in a few years, like I said, it's going to change and this entire podcast won't age well. Who knows? But to get back on to the topic, literally almost anyone can create an NFT. All you need is just a digital wallet, a small purchase of Ethereum, and connection to the NFT marketplace where you can begin, begin to upload and turn the content into an NFT or a crypto. So if that's what you're into, by all means, best of luck to you and your endeavors, and I hope you are very successful. I know making art is not easy. I am not an artist in any way, and I quite frankly suck at it. <laughs> but I just want to warn all of you just to be vigilant and be careful. I was heavy into the crypto scene a couple years back, and I did get hit very hard right that first crypto winter i took a very huge loss so learn from my mistakes be careful don't be greedy and best of luck to you